You're listening to the Military Broadcast Radio. Go get the MBR app so you don't miss any of our other shows. Our live streams and podcasts can also be found at mbradio.us. MBR and giving veterans a voice. Get your phones ready. The A-Train Show wants to hear from you at 720-619-0627. Best caller text of the night wins a prize from the A-Train Show at 720-619-0627. MBR and the A-Show giving veterans a voice. Gentlemen, for the hundreds that are listening and the thousands of attendants, welcome to the A-Train Show! Not like the A-Train Show! Show! A lot of I don't care if it sounds crazy and has a brain injury. He is funny. What do, you, what do I call you? A DJ name? Magic Mike. There you go. <laughs> uh, business to mainstream come true. I'm feeling like, you know, both heart strength, you know? Like, I can do anything. I can Oh, that's right. I am skinny, dang it. Dinosaurs are real. Can still serve a purpose. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we are back once again. You're listening to the show that highlights all the nonprofit programs out there beyond the VA. You're listening to the evening show, and welcome everybody. Me and Volcano is in the house, and uh, yeah, I played the wrong video. I'm sorry about that, brother. Hey, man, that's sweet, dude. I like it. <laughs> so uh, check this out. The cool thing is that we're we're doing this thing on TikTok, seeing how yeah. It's what's going. up with that background? That's sweet. I know it's kind of like a hi, hi. Hi. Um, so, hey, hopefully everybody can hear us pretty good. For those that are tuning in, uh, thanks for riding with us. Which one? The board one. Up. I got it. <laughs> there we go. There we go. And uh, soon, uh, soon I'll have some in- interns, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be able to create a new. Uh, intro for the evening show, and uh, well, the morning show is pretty good. You like that intro? It's boner time. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. No, I, I like that. That intro you just played was sweet. I love it. Yeah, you know, I like the, I like the audio, but I don't really like the video. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of graphics that you that you did in there. Oh my god, I just saw my peeps over there. Like, Woo. I know what I'm going to do when I'm break. So how's everyone doing tonight? We're uh, we're live here in Denver, Colorado. What a beautiful day it's been. Right, right. Oh, oh. my gosh. It's really surprising that it is May. May 1st. Oh, you know what today is, dude? What? It's the day that we killed the hide-and-seek champion of the world, Bin Laden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what year it was, but... 
I I have a phone set up, uh, a reminder set up on my phone that says "Bye Bye Bin Laden." <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it plays every year on May first. So you know, I don't know if you knew this, but we shared an article on MBR the other day, and it talked about warriors that went through combat. You know what they deal with, how right. to deal with it, and stuff. It it was on a Havoc Journal. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring it up, uh, like the article or whatever. I, go to the MBR Facebook page, and you'll be able to read the article. I don't really know who Is that wrote pictures? it. But it's amazing. That's how I read now. <laughs> you kind of like me. Yeah. So was it a good article? You know, it was. Yeah. It was. I had to have. Cats kind of help explain it to me. Yeah, you know some of those, some of those big. I like to nerd out and geek out, but some of those scientific ones are. I get lost. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think the commonality between everyone that that deployed, whether you're on the fob or, um, or went outside the wire, is that that fear. You know, you're always in fear for mortars or gunfire or. Roadside bombs, IEDs, all that kind of stuff. Right. And that really changes and remaps your brain, your psyche. Like, I think the thing that veterans all have in common is the hypervigilance. You know, I, I, I've seen it. I've seen it in you. I've seen it in other veterans. I've seen it myself. And everyone's like, what are you looking for? I'm like, ah, no, just scan on the road, man. You never know when the bomb's going to pop up. Right. Or you go into a restaurant and you know where all the exits are. I was thinking about that the other day. Why I'm thinking about this, I have no idea. I was on... I believe it was Colorado Boulevard. And before you say anything, I don't think it was the area, but I think it was Colorado Boulevard. <laughs> and it was like stop and go traffic. Oh, and, I hate and, that. and I was in the vehicle, and I don't know why, but I'm having this problem when I'm walking too that I have a feeling that somebody is on me with a microscope. It's probably Rob. Getting ready to sniper me. <laughs> it's Rob. <laughs> So, you know, I uh, I don't know. I don't I, know what it I is. Think it, I think it comes in ebbs and tides. You know, it's um, you know, it's coming up on your 20-year anniversary. Oh, so my gosh. Yeah. I think in the back of your head you don't realize it, but subconsciously you're probably you're reminding yourself of that. So it could be, could be that, or, uh, or it just could be, you know, um, since you quit the perks, you're more – cognizant of what's going on around you yeah you know and the thing about it is like i don't i know i'm not going to indiana this year because i have so much to do here i told my father if he wanted to fly over you know do they, he is more do they have two dollar round trip oh flights? no no well, david's no, not gonna come no no <laughs> no if i don't pay for the flight he, he, oh man why would you want to go to indiana anyway right the only, uh, the only good thing about indiana yeah, was I, you and now you're here well i i, I love indiana no, because i've a, got like friends state. and family and stuff but you know my um i just have a lot to do here but may is really tough for me john why is that well mother's because, day well my mom's birthday yeah. was in May. Then you got Mother's Day, you know, and then, you know, um, on top of that, Brock. Oh, he, I forgot he, about Brock. He yeah. died on the thirty first, and yeah, it's just, I hate May. I really do. Yeah, I mean, 
I, our family, for our family, like, I figure if I can make it through March every year, I'm good. Um, because that's when, that's when we've experienced lots of death. And <laughs> so my Uncle Tom and I always joke that if we make it through May, we're good for another year. But Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, news and a lot of in sync being played today on these radio stations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why? What's up with that? Because it's like enemy May or something like uh, that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. It's that part, you yeah. know? Everybody hey. wants to be creative, you Everybody. know? Everybody. Almost lost my wallet. That would have sucked. <laughs> oh, so check this out. Sidetrack. Okay. Uh, the other day, you know, I, I got free curbside pickup when I moved into my new townhouse. And I figured that meant curbside pickup to me is I call and they come pick it up, right? Right. So I call and I'm like, hey, I need a curbside pickup. They're like, oh, yeah, you get it on your regular trash day. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that that's what curbside pickup meant. So I had a bunch of trash and recycle. Well, I'm not eligible for that curbside pickup today, May 1st, because I closed on March 30th. So Oh, that's shit. I know. So anyway, I load up my truck. I've got a bunch of construction supplies from my dog, Annie, that that's another story, by the way. Um, you know, she ruined a, ruined the carpet in the hallway, ruined the carpet in the bedroom. So, and then I did hardwood floors. So I had to take all that stuff to the trash. So I loaded up my truck and I'm like, ah, I'll just dump it at my old apartment. And then I was like, that's kind of shady. Even though I'm still paying for it. So I took it to the dump. $138 for one pickup truck. Wow. Yeah. And you got to load it yourself. Dude, you should just came over and, and dumped that stuff in my garbage can. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, I'm all, we already have to pay it, which I'm really I have upset to pay it. with I that. have to pay it, too, but um, I didn't want to have to pay extra. And as it turns out, it probably wouldn't have been 138 bucks. But either way, I got it done. I got I had to get it done this weekend because this weekend I moved my storage, like I told you right. before the show, and then I had to get out of my old apartment. So... It had to be done. That way, I could have room in the in the garage for Emily's Jeep that I'm working on. Anyway, I just you know I procrastinated for 30 days that right. I that I could have been taking stuff to the my old apartment every couple of days and right. Anyway, it's you know it's 138 bucks amount. That means I'm just gonna turn this up just less, a little uh, bit less Netflix or Amazon movies that I buy. But you not, know, I I stopped doing the Netflix. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, I still got to I, I got to figure out what all I'm doing because <laughs> I've got Netflix, I've got Directv Stream, I've got Amazon Prime, and I've got Peacock, uh, no commercials. So the reason why I stopped Netflix uh, was because here in the last nine months, right? Uh, I find myself. Like, you know how I say that I can't comprehend when I read stuff? Yeah, same thing with TV. Well, now I'm, it, it seems like no matter what, I'm like going back and forth. I can't sit still to watch even a Friends episode. You know, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I've been working so much, you know, just like you have. Get up at 5, get your day rolling, work from 5 to 7, uh, 5 to 9, until I start my regular job, then work from nine to five, and then do something else from six to ten. Right. And oh man, the abs. Ugh. 
What a, so let me guess. They lost. Yeah. Okay. It's their. So I was thinking the difference between a dynasty, you know, dynasty teams are like the Patriots, you know, right. things like that. Um, the difference between a dynasty team and an average team is is evidenced by last night's Game 7 loss, which was is the sixth Game 7 loss that yeah. we've had in the playoffs when it went to seven games. Six in a row. But we had a lot of issues with personnel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I you know, we got outplayed. We had ah, that stupid offsides. How, I just don't understand how they need to review that rule because, first of all, he was offsides, and the play continued for a good 25 seconds until we scored. And then they then they reviewed it for offsides. Like, if you're going to review it for offsides, you should have a time frame, like 10 seconds All right. to challenge it. So, I mean, granted, we, we could have done better. Uh, there well, was just Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And I feel this way. I, well, I know me and you are going to disagree with this. But you know as well as I do, and I tell you, with the Denver Broncos, you know, let's say they just made it, like, by the skin of their teeth, you know, into the playoffs. I would rather them lose. Oh, for sure, than, than, than pay ruin for... our draft pick to, <laughs> yeah, to go on. Right. I mean, that's yeah. sad, but let's. Uh, no, it's, I mean, it makes sense. We it's, are the new Browns of the NFL. I don't know. Except for, we got I money. Don't, I don't know for that bad. We're not the Browns. Okay. I hope not. I, I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see a big improvement this year out of, out of number three. I really hope. I, I really think, hope. I think I'm scared actually. I really think that last year he was in a system where he was not happy. He wasn't performing well. He was running an offense he didn't like. He was surrounded by supporting. He was running plays that they that didn't work for him. He's not a pocket passer, man. No, he's not. Like he's every not. time that we did play action or jet sweeps or run options, or or he was under center or you know, every time they mixed it up, he played a lot better. And that sounds really good, actually. And. I don't know. I think you're going to see with Sean Payton, he's going to let him open it up. He's going to give him more options. And it's not necessarily all of Russell Wilson's fault. If you look at our receivers last year, they ran lazy patterns. So the patterns obviously are designed to, you know, depending on the defense, they're designed to free someone up. And when you have guys that are running lazy patterns, they end up two receivers within five yards of each other. Someone ran a lazy pattern. So you just took two receivers with one guy covering them. That frees up another guy or two to cover everyone else. So um, there was a lot of things that even even a lot of former quarterbacks, Phil Sims for one, took 30 minutes of Russell Wilson film and broke it apart and showed the flaws that were that were not Russell's fault that forced him to take sacks and throw bad balls and things right. like that. So, Well, you know, talking about flaws, the quarterback that everybody was watching this weekend In the didn't draft. get picked until the second that? round. <laughs> I thought he was going to be the next Johnny Menzel. Oh, man, you, you know, did you, have you ever watched that movie? The camera was, like, right on him Poor forever. Guy. They, and then I heard today that his girlfriend broke up with him. She's an idiot. 
She is. Maybe she'll go with that one dude who grabbed his. Uh, there was a dad who um, gave his girl, his son's girlfriend, a hug, and then gave her a little, gave her a little squeeze on the cheeks. Oh wow! Yeah, and they got caught on caught on camera. Oh wow! <laughs> like father, like son, man. <laughs> right. Well, hey. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go on a nonprofit break. And when we come back off that, I love that. When we come back off that nonprofit break, we are going to be hitting the what the segment. So, whatever you do, stay with us. Don't go away. You're listening to the show that highlights all the nonprofit programs out there beyond the VA. You're listening to the evening show. The whole experience of being in combat, it's going to change you. Some people take those experiences and they use it to burn themselves down. And some people take those experiences and that fuel that propel them to do great things. Operation Fishing Freedom and Operation Outdoor Freedom was created so that we can document the lives of our, our veterans, let them tell their stories through their eyes and to get veterans into the outdoors. Uh, because I think the outdoors has a natural way of healing. Being out there with nature, it's, I don't know what it is. It just straightens you right out. There we go. Yeah, that's a nice fish right there. Yeah, good one. That's a real nice one. As a 501c3 nonprofit organization, each donation that individuals or companies make to our organization is going to much more than just a TV show. We provide the, the funding and the education for post-traumatic stress, and, uh, and that's how we pay is, is through donations from, from people like you. One of the big benefits that our show provides is the realistic view into what these men and women go through when they're deployed overseas, uh, what it's like returning home and um, trying to reintegrate into society. What would you say to a young veteran who's coming home today? If they were having the same thoughts, problems, not, don't do it alone. We all said we were brothers from different mothers whether it was current war veterans, Vietnam or Korea or World War II for that matter. When they're there, they're thinking of home, and when they're home, they're thinking of there. I'm going to live my life moving forward in such a way that I can honor those guys, I can give back, I can serve other people, I can help other people, especially veterans. Each veteran, it's explained to them that you share with us the way that you lived your life and what you feel comfortable sharing. That's when it really hit me, that yeah. this was real. We're going overseas, you know. I said, Martin, I'm not going to make it. I bullet holes with both those uh, five-gallon containers of water and no bullets in me. By that veteran sharing his personal experience, whether it be on the battlefield or maybe it was uh, as a kid growing up being bullied or trauma or something like that, it, it shows another veteran out there that it's okay to talk about it. Why are they gone and I'm not? You know, what have I done? <laughs> to deserve to be here. I can honestly say that every single time our show airs uh, on Discovery Channel or, or Amazon Prime, you name it, any of the networks that we're on, we receive a bunch of emails from veterans that said, I feel that exact same way. I didn't realize that other people feel the same way I do. Rather than keeping things all bottled in in their head, maybe they would talk to somebody about it. We know that within the next 10 to 15 years, there may not be any World War II veterans still alive. It's important for, for us to understand uh, what they went through and document their legacy and make sure that it's passed on to future generations. I didn't talk about what I did for 
50 years at least. I saw all the boys going in and I said, well, why can't I do that? I'm 97. I'm going to enjoy every bit of life that I possibly can. Yeah. Now we're doing a little bit yeah. better. <laughs> we had a, a big issue with post-traumatic stress, but now we know that there has been compounding effects that COVID has had on post-traumatic stress. Morning, Sean. Morning, Ben. Morning, Gunner. We need to step up and we need to take care of our veterans. And I was just never talk. I'd never sleep. I'd stay up all night in front of a TV. I left Vietnam, but Vietnam never left me. That's how I'm living. Collectively, we can work toward that common goal of providing relief to our, our veterans with post-traumatic stress. There's a lot of different organizations out there that Operation Outdoor Freedom and Take a Vet Fishing provide as resources to veterans. Uh, one of them is, is the Sparta Project. It's a week-long cohort out in California. Uh, we pay 100%. In addition to that, we've partnered with Dr. Eugene Lipoff, who administers the Stellet Ganglion Block Shot. And one of the newest therapies that we've been working with is called TRP therapy. And uh, it's all administered via Zoom. And so we've seen great success. Um, so if, if you're a veteran that's struggling with post-traumatic stress, uh, please contact us. There is hope out there, there is help. And I think we can help you. I appreciate you guys taking me out fishing, thanks. <laughs> the least we can do. Yeah. It's, it's very easy to make a donation to Operation Outdoor Freedom. Um, you just literally log on to our website and it's uh, operationoutdoorfreedom.org and click on the donate button. Your donation is going to much more than just a TV show. It's going to the education and to the treatment and to the ability for us to be able to provide relief to our veterans. There's no donation too small in our eyes. That money goes towards helping our, our veterans and documenting more stories and and uh, documenting more lives. If you can't afford a donation to our organization, some of the little things you can do is when you're out in public and you see a veteran wearing a baseball cap or a shirt or something that identifies them as a veteran, walk up to them, shake their hand, and thank them for their service. It may be the first time that that veteran's ever been thanked for their service. Do your job as a civilian, as a citizen, uh, as an American, and thank your, your local veterans. Thank you so Thank much you for all. everything. Thanks a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your service. And for all you Thank do. Thank you. I appreciate it. veterans. Yeah. Let's get going here. All right, bud. If we can make tomorrow better than today, isn't it worth it? to the evening show volcano in the house but you know what i'm gonna brag about volcano here a lot of people don't know because he's very humble but so when we went to sochi russia i got the irish curse we uh every huh the <laughs> irish curse everybody voted for, i i even voted for you to be the flag bear you yeah know? man um, thanks dude that was such a humbling honor I still look back on that today and just can't believe what a great honor that was to carry the flag, you know, in, in uh, Fish Arena for opening ceremonies. And wow, we've been blessed with the stuff we've been able to we do. We have. We have been. We have been. Well, once again, for those of you that weren't here on our first segment, um, 
the hide-and-seek champion of the world, he hid for nine years, seven months, and 20 days. And 12 years ago, we killed him. Bye-bye, Bin Laden. <laughs> and we don't miss him at all. We also want to give a shout-out to Operation Good Boy. Yes. Hit that military discount radio at checkout, and you'll receive, I believe it's 15% off. Just type military radio right. on the code. Also, before I get, it's it's a good thing that you brought up the uh, the sponsors thing. Oh, Check lost, this out. We just got knocked off. Oh, shoot. All right. Okay. Why did we get knocked off? Browser's lost connection. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, 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 I tell you what, we're going to go on a nonprofit break until we can figure out what's going on. I've been coming to 34 degrees north here for a couple years, working with Mike. healing to another level through physical fitness. Heroes Movement started from, uh, you know, I was at the VA, just kind of milling around the uh, physical therapy department because I'm a strength coach and trainer, and I was kind of curious as what they did after physical therapy. And they said they just gave them some exercise and send them on their way, and I'm like, that doesn't sound good. I was like, they just come train with me. When I heard about what he wanted to do, I was happy to be a part of it and be able to open my doors. My grandfather and father are both vets, so it was uh, kind of a way for me to uh, say thank you to these guys for doing something great for this country. I have. Sorry about that, Sorry folks. about that. I have no idea what happened, but we, like, just totally lost, like, the whole internet thing. We got it back rolling. Sorry about that. Um, what was we talking about? We were talking about Bin Laden and then Operation Good Boy. Oh, yes. So check this out, everybody. There is a nonprofit called uh, Warriors Next Adventure. And today they need people to sign up. If you're a veteran and you like to walk or run, uh, this is, um, I'll just read it, okay? So, hey guys, today is the day to sign up for a 5K August 5th at Central Park in Roseville, Minnesota. Uh, this 5K will pay for Warriors Next Adventure office for a full year, fully equipped with podcast studio offices, classrooms, veterans lounge, and more. Uh, $40 to register, and you automatically get signed up for a fundraiser. If you raise $100, you get a refund of your registration. Click on the website, registerrunsignup.com. Uh, I'm going to encourage you to you know go to the website or Google Warrior Next Adventure. It's a great nonprofit. Uh, Nick doing a hell of a lot of good things for veterans, and he can uh, he can even send uh, you a note to maybe, you know interview because believe it or not, he was one of the individuals that was going on that big. Oh, across uh, the Atlantic race and that. Dragon oh boat. yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Yeah, so he um, he's back now. Um, 
you know, he, he, he learned, he got the experience, but yeah, they, they didn't win. Um, but that's a, that's a heck of a journey though, man. Yeah. Like, wow. No, thanks. I, 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 to, I, you know, he didn't really say anything to me when I said that. I'm like, just remember tough times don't last tough people do. Amen. And you know, you didn't make it now. Just it's because God is He's, giving you more of a story. Well, maybe, maybe just wanted you to have something bigger and better. That, that's true. That's very true. Man, so going through my work uh, storage, I forgot I had a bunch of skis in there, personal skis. I have like 15 pairs of Rossi race skis that have never been used. Oh, wow. But they're, they're illegal now because they're not the right. Um, right. Are they, are they the ones that I, I got you hooked up with? or No, it's my sponsorship okay. when, I was, when I was sponsored by Rossi. They'd send me new skis every year. Um, all the GS skis, they'd send me like three different lengths of the same ski. Okay. And I prefer to be on the 191s, but I have like one, or maybe it was 195s. I don't know. I got a bunch of brand new ones that were still in the plastic. I was like, oh. I yeah. still have a bunch under the house. I'm going to make, and, I think I'm going to make it. I made a bench. That's why I'm going to make well, a bench. My, my, my father-in-law, I didn't. Yeah. My father-in-law made me a bench. I was going to ask. I was going to ask if he did it. Yeah, yeah. My father-in-law did it. Dude, you know, I wanted to help out. He's a I remember, good dude. I remember when I was making the patio, and he's like, come on, help me. Okay. And then I did like five screws. Didn't even make it into the wood. He's like, okay. Yeah, he he did five screws through the through the decking and missed the Every single the wood thing, strip. yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not the sharpest part in the shed but yeah you know what you might it might not be the sharpest tool in the shed but you're in the shed so. <laughs> well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen is that time it is the what the segment it's the what the segment hey those are cool tats man oh for real thank you bro you yeah. see the cobra I mean, what is this one what's the one right there oh this uh-huh that's my credo no regrets mm-hmm. not one regret huh that's- well, i love them I think he's great. Okay. I think he's a real winner, Casey. If I were you, I wouldn't use protection. Have what? fun. What? <laughs> I love that intro, man. <laughs> All right. So I'm getting a little bit better at this. I don't know if you can tell or whatever. I, I uh, kind of ate my Wheaties, I guess, today. Um, you did you know, now homework? that I say that, I screw it up. I've I got to find where the, the thing is. There we go. Ba-ba-ba-ba. All right. And then we want to max this out. We'll screen it. Yep. And because you don't need to see us, you want to see the the content. You want to see the goods. Okay, so check this out. This happened. Um, I don't know if it was today or what, but oh my gosh, this <laughs> dude, this is ridiculous. A home inspector caught on a nanny cam, pleasuring himself with a stuffed toy while on the job. Fox 2's Taryn Hasher here now with more on the story. Taryn? Well, Hewell, let's put it this way. Technology can be a blessing and a curse. The camera in the baby's room triggered by movement and caught exactly what the home inspector was doing. I mean, it's just... Wow. It's not often you hear a reaction like that from the Oakland County Sheriff. And it's not often you hear of an act so appalling. On March 12th, before selling, an Oxford Township couple let this man into their home on Gill Street for a routine inspection that turned into anything but. 
They left, never suspecting the 59-year-old man would allegedly fulfill his sexual urges with their child's Elmo doll. And while he was in there, he took that opportunity to be in a baby's nursery. And worse, while he's in the nursery, for whatever sick reason, finds himself in need of sexually gratifying himself with a Tickle Me Elmo doll. <laughs> The disturbing sexual act revealed when movement in the child's room triggered the nursery camera. The image shows when Kevin Van Leuven picked up the Tickle Me Elmo doll. The Tickle homeowner shocked when she was alerted on her cell phone. She looked on her phone at the video feed and saw him. It looked like he was not inspecting. It looked like something was going on. So she hit the record button and lo and behold, she ended up capturing something that certainly no one of their right mind could imagine. It didn't take long for her to figure out what he was doing right with mind. Elmo. Right After hitting record, she immediately contacted the Oakland County Sheriff's Office. Our deputies confronted him, and initially he denied it, and then they told him that it was on video, and then he apologized. The fugitive apprehension team arresting the home inspector on Wednesday. Oh He's God. been charged with aggravated indecent exposure and a misdemeanor charge of malicious destruction of property. But perhaps what's even more disgusting, after abusing the doll, Van Leuven put it back like nothing ever happened. Oh, oh. no! What? Okay. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about Only this. Only in Oakland, baby. We're going to talk about this. But, okay, first of all, I want to say something, all right? That's, wow. You know, shooters, people Did they get like a free this. inspection? Dude, that guy was ugly. I, I cannot, I, you know, I, I what do you, you expect per pedophile, like freaks to be prettier and handsome? Well, no, but I mean, you know, <laughs> he, he, he almost looked like Beavis, you know, and he looked like my buddy, John, <laughs> <laughs> Olivia and John, if you're listening, oh, my bad. Man. <laughs> okay. So then the, uh, the next one, let's see here. I hope I did this right. Oh, look at you, man. So then this next one, the reason why I'm bringing this up is... Uh, zap. Yeah, check this out. Oh, do we have a zap? Everybody's just trying to go home. I'm not trying to go home. Guess what? What, what am I doing? I'm a nurse. I have a 13-hour surgery. You guys are comfortable. Okay, I'm going to go. Back up. Back up. Back up. Okay, here we go. Okay. Are you Okay. First of all, if you're in it, if you're, I, this is what I don't understand. Even if you're in like the wrong, okay. Even if you're not in the wrong, and three cops are standing there right. on your plane, get Just off. Get off. There's no use of fighting. Right. I don't care. If Look how they big don't that one dude it. is. He's a hoss. Oh, I know. <laughs> he looked like Mark Henry. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I don't get that when people. Get in trouble, like they literally like run or like. Look, he's trying to hide in the chair. Yeah, in the seat. It's an. What is the reason why you're a Wait until the good part. Wait until he gets taped. 
Look at that, look at that poor lady right there. Right. I've ever seen in my life. What is the reason? Wait, they tased him after he was handcuffed? Uh-oh. Do not fight. Do not fight. You do not fight. You do not fight. Do you understand that? No, no. You listen. Oh, he's trying to headbutt him. I'm asking you right now. He tried to headbutt him. You have to answer. What do you. No. You tase me? You will get. Go ahead, tase me. And you see what happens. Yeah, Jesus. Go ahead. He just asked. All right. Oh, shit. Look at the cleavage shot. Is it just me or did that taser go for a very long time? Uh, it's a standard standard time. There's it again. What a dip number one. Oh sorry. Up number three. Alright, so then. The next thing that I kind of the next thing I kind of <laughs> wanted to show real quick, <laughs> oh boy, is this one. Now, how many times have you been in Walmart and you play with like the toys or something? Well, at least I do. I don't know if let anybody go, else. <laughs> oh, we have a comment. Uh, okay, that's not a really a comment. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, you get all excited on Instagram when you go, oh, somebody followed me, somebody followed me, and it turns out to be a bot. Man. Yeah, so this guy in Walmart. Um, where is Oh, Here right we here. go. I, uh, I shut that out too early. Okay, so this, this... This happened in Walmart, and I don't know if it's ever happened to you before, but I know I play in the toys sometimes. I love going to the toy, toy aisle. Oops. Hold on. At least that wasn't... Really? Uh-oh. Yeah. Looks like someone pulled it down. Nope. We're good. It seems like when Costco like, customers start acting like Walmart customers. It seems like the internet's having a, a hard time today, man. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's... Uh, you know, because it already kicked us off. Like maybe once. it's because of Bin Laden. Yeah, maybe it's because of Biden. All right. Whoa. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> First of all, when they put up display uh, toys, right? They're not fully put together. Because guess what? Someone's gonna buy that, and you're gonna have to take it home. Now, I I would hate if that happened to my grill. When you go to cook something on your grill and it falls apart, but right. that was kind of funny. <laughs> okay, so here's the uh, the next one. This is I was gonna use this as a what the moment. Okay, this main one. Let's check this out. It's a monkey that got loose because the person had it as a pet, and he ripped her face apart. They didn't train him as a pet. As a service it's monkey. Eating her. Please. God, no, please. They gotta have their guns out. Please have them, please. When police arrived, Travis went after an officer who used his gun to kill the wild ape. Emergency workers, including Rick Istavan and Andrea Repko, arrived to a scene of bloody horror. As we were being led to the where the patient was, 
I saw some fingers, there was some teeth, there was blood trails up to where the patient was laying down. We didn't really see the injury until we rolled her over. Uh, her facial structure was completely gone. When I saw her hands, I would never have imagined that an animal could have done that. They honestly look like they went through a meat grinder. I'd like to put across the two lies that these exotic animals are very dangerous mm -hmm. and they should be around. Was it her? It wasn't her ape, though, right? Yeah, it was her ape. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was her ape and her like best friend or whatever is the one that got her face ripped apart. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. And so then, the lady and then that got... she was shocked when her best friend sued her. It's like, really? I would sue you too if right. your ape attacked, attacked me. I'm well, sorry. You kind of have to. You but know? see, mine would be trained as a service service orangutan. Remember, like I said, so I could hop in its arm and say, "Take me home, orangutan." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then this is the next one that is kind of um, crazy. If you did, oh my hear god, about this... this was nuts. The five, um... So the gist of it is, is these people asked their neighbors to stop shooting, right? Right, and I'm getting ready, I'm getting ready to share the things okay. so that we can uh, talk about it. Uh, where is it? Heartbreaking day in the U.S. Is that what? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, here we go. I know. It's irritating, isn't it? C-A-P-E-R-S, Sheriff, San Jacinto County. Okay, just tell us, just start from the beginning, what you guys know about here, what happened out here so far. At, at 1131 last night, we received a phone call uh, in reference to a harassment, because when I got in the car, that's what my computer screen said, and I'm taking phone calls from dispatch. But <clears throat> when they got here, they found four people deceased in inside of the residence, uh, and there was... Um, an eight-year-old that uh, had been shot. Everybody that was shot was shot from the neck up, almost execution style, uh, in basically in the head. And why were you originally cut out here? You said it was a harassment call? Well, yes, ma'am. When, when we originally got the call, I believe that's the way it dropped. Don't quote me, but I, I, that's the way I received it. And uh, then, then all of a sudden, it, it immediately turned to a shooting. Uh, and... Why, and can you tell us what led up to that shooting, why they called about a harassment? My understanding is, is that the, the victims, uh, they came over to the fence, said, hey, could, do you mind not shooting uh, out in, in the yard? We have a young baby that, that's um, trying to go to sleep, and uh, he had been drinking, and he says, I'll do what I want to in my front yard. And how many victims were found inside the house? Four. So the dude went and then a the fifth house. one was life flighted. Correct. The eight-year-old was life flighted. Yeah. So oh, just so, sad. To, so just to recap, okay, because I don't want everybody to think that we just play videos and that's it, which that's what we do. But I want everybody to know. So what happened? And you know, I guarantee you that they didn't go over there and ask nicely. Well, Come who, on now. I mean, who cares how they ask? Like. Just because you're drinking doesn't give you the right to go. Oh, I'm not saying that it gives the right, but I'm just saying like. But if, if I you, came over, you, if I came over to your house, okay? Yeah, I'd be like, hey, you and, shut you know, the f up! My baby's trying to sleep. I wouldn't be nice about it. Well, 
and I guarantee you that what the way shame. he aggressed it, it triggered him, and and that, that's why I'm not saying he's in the right. He's definitely in the wrong. And why I wanted to bring that up is so right now, his name is Francisca, uh, or or Pisa shit, um, Francesco Opica. That's his full name. And right now, the I guess Texas Police Department for information is offering a $50,000 reward and then the FBI the FBI is offering 20,000 wow oh they still haven't caught him they still haven't caught him jeez what a dude where's the dog bounty hunter when you need him i think he's dead isn't he <laughs> <laughs> no but I, I i guarantee you he lost a lot of money when they went try to find that one yeah dog so okay so check this out then the next one that we have that uh i want to i want to show is this one now you can relate to this because you have a child and you're a mechanic okay well i'm not a very i didn't say i was a good mechanic (laughs) Well, you know what I mean. Like you, you, you know what you, how to do stuff, and well, I'll just play the video. All right. How'd you? What'd you do? Take a screwdriver? Yeah. Oh, Brady, there are shavings. I had the the cap of seeds. Look at all this. What do you mean fucking seized? I couldn't get... I used a wrench. I couldn't get the cap off, so I had to... That will never... That 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 can't hold. That can't hold. Pressure. But What's see, that? I, I know exactly what is that little ring on there. The you, put your, you put the paper filter. It clips yeah, on, it right? it clips in there. So I, then, that's what I want to share. Like, there's a way <laughs> to teach somebody, and there's a way not, not to, teach. to teach. And, like, he has so much patience. Hats off to this dad. I mean, his son's screwed up, but he doesn't yell. He's very patient about that. Right. I know that my dad would not be like that. Oh, your dad definitely. I probably wouldn't either. I, I guess there's, you know, here's the thing. If if I bought the car and I'm paying for the car, I'm going to be aggravated. But, um, oh, yeah, those twins. Yeah, that's the next one that I was getting right. Remember how I told you a couple of weeks ago that, you know, we 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 used to do this segment where the where it was like the uh, the sideshows or whatever they want to call it. Well, check this out. Congratulations to them. They got married. He's one of the good ones. I love it. So and the reason why I shared that is because I guarantee you he he definitely gets to cross the threesome off the bucket list. <laughs> They're Eskimo sisters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so then here's the uh the- <laughs> somebody's mad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you decide like I mean, they're conjoined twins, so I don't think their brains turn off. So, like, no, like, I don't know. I, so, I wonder how that works. That's like, not on my to do list. One, does, I wonder how that works. If one's not in the mood, the other one 
is like a plan B. And do you just put a like a blindfold on him or right? Noise canceling headphones <laughs> and a blindfold. You know, I mean, that would be that would be really crappy if there was such thing as uh, the size me twins and they're bipolar. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> All right, so then this next one, this is really messed up. Yeah, so I have so many questions just on the uh, on the intro. Line. Police in Arizona. This is a really disturbing story. Police in Arizona obtaining DNA from male employees at a nursing home after a woman who has been in a coma for a decade gives birth. A woman in an incapacitated state gave birth at a healthcare facility in Phoenix last month. How on earth could a coma patient in a nursing home suddenly get pregnant and give birth? Good We're going to go all Mom. the details today in this video, so stay tuned. What in the F? Yeah, and and uh, I oh, didn't man. search these. These just come on TikTok. You don't have to look at my search history. My wife said that the other day. She's like, I hate to see your search history. <laughs> Who said that? My wife. She's like, I hate to see your search. <laughs> this is the. Um, Tell her you should see my VPN one. <laughs> right. Well, and so. All right. Let's see what do we got. Yeah, this is just. So much messed up. Louisiana, we see this 43-year-old lady just strolling through a neighborhood pulling a wagon. Well, it turns out that inside the wagon is a bucket, and inside that bucket is the remains of her boyfriend's six-year-old daughter. Oh, my God. And that God. lady's pulling the wagon to that daughter's mother's house, and she places the bucket on that mother's front lawn, so the mother opens the bucket and finds her deceased daughter. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, people are... Wow. That is ugh. people like that they deserve public torture. They do. They really do. Well, you know, especially when it involves a kid. Like now I'm not saying murder's all right. Right. Not by any means, but No, I know children, exactly what you children mean. Children are innocent. They got a long life to live. They, right. That just sucks. Jeez. You know, I don't know if it's because the internet. The internet's got a lot to do with everything. Or if it's because let let's 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 take like uh subtracting and adding, okay? You take two parents. If the two parents have some kind of an issue and the guy didn't pull out or whatever, and you know, the best part of the brain of the sperm or whatever is in the in the towel or on on the bed sheet. <laughs> but when when we look at this, you know, you gotta kinda wonder like who their parents are. They had a guy that they were talking on TikTok about he like killed a bunch of people or he was a shooter. And then they showed his dad. Uh, his dad was not all there. And you could, you could yeah, kind of could explain it. I don't know. I, I'd like. I don't know if mental health is is passed on. I I definitely think that mental health can be derived from bad parenting, especially yeah. if you're abused. You know, if you're abused, uh, look at animals uh, that are abused. They don't know any better than to misbehave. Right, that's true. So, I mean, you know, every single t like if uh, somebody accidentally stepped on my service dog Barrett's tail, 
the first thing he'll do is he'll like jump up to me like, Daddy, Daddy, mm-hmm. I hurt kind of thing, you know? Right. But he's not going to attack them. No, he's not going to attack yeah. them. He's not going to attack them. But it's funny that you said that. I, I, I really thought that kind of like mental health, that, that, that passed on to a child. I don't know. Maybe I'm not a, I'm not a, a psychologist, but like I, I am a doctor. Like I, <laughs> Dr. Love. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I wonder, for instance, like if, um, if, if parents wait, let's say they, before college, like have a kid before college. I wonder how the kid is compared to if they had another kid, but they had that kid when the the couple went to college. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think... I wonder who would be smarter. I think education has a lot to do with everything, and also age. You know, shoot, my daughter, I'm fortunate to have my family that helped. We we, we say the village helped raise Emily. The village raised the children um, because... I was 20 years old when she was born, so if it would have been left to me, she probably would have been messed up. But luckily, I've got a great family, and everyone pitched in. But what a shame. Like, I just can't fathom why people think that that's even remotely okay. Uh, People people are too self-absorbed in themselves these days. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, I think, you know, if you look at my buddy was in – scottsdale this weekend for his bachelor party right and you know we have that video chat uh marco polo and he was marco poloing these two chicks that were out there standing in a fountain that they that they knew they shouldn't be in the fountain it said specifically there's signs everywhere say do not enter or whatever do not go in the fountain and they're in there doing a tiktok video and jordan caught it all on camera and he's like oh my god look at these idiots and it's just people, the the mentality, my dad used to say it's called, do you know who I am? Those rules don't apply to me. And and you see a lot of that. And it's. Oh, I can't stand people like ugh. that. I can't stand people like that. Hey, everybody, we're going to go on a a sponsor break. We're going to talk call this a sponsor break. Um, we got an Operation Good Boy one? Yeah, we got a sponsor break. And when we come back. We have the greatest interview ever. We have somebody that is a member of Space Force. So whatever you do, stay with us. Don't and, go away. And also, before before we go into the to that, um, check out the stuff they have on Operation Good Boy. They've got some amazing things. So watch this clip, and we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, that's the wrong one. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's that one. There we no go. No problem. All right. We'll be back. Well, they wanted to get on board the train anyway. (laughs) These days, loyalty is something that I don't think a lot of people put a lot of stock in. And when you're a military veteran, you understand loyalty because you're willing to make that ultimate sacrifice. When you look at your dog, you you know that animal has that same type of loyalty back to you. So I attended West Point, became a combat engineer officer, served in the 1st Cavalry Division, I went to Panama, went to the Middle East. Even before I joined the Army, I had uh, dogs growing up. You know, when you have older brothers, 
that they don't want to hang out with you. Your dog is your best friend, and so I've always kind of been a dog person. And just part of my, my story is, is always having an animal there. They're just part of your family. You know, they mean so much to me. They really are, are there to support. Just sometimes you're not having a great day, and that dog is there, and it really can help you get through, and, and uh, you can't say enough about the loyalty of, of a great dog. And I think it's so important that we provide the best products, the best gear, we give back to the community through the military working dog charities uh, to really deliver something special. There is a huge population of uh, military enthusiasts, military veterans, pet owners that believe in loyalty. And that's quite honestly who we want to reach, who we want to cater to and provide just a, a tremendous product and experience. And, and in the end, we want to celebrate loyalty. We are one loyal pack. back ladies and gentlemen you're listening to the evening show with johnny volcano and h train so that segment right there was operation good boy we talked about it earlier in our first segment operation good boy will give you a military discount all you've got to do is in the when you go to the checkout for the coupon code type military radio and you'll get military discount radio Oh, military discount radio. Yeah. Sorry, military discount radio, and we are uh, we're we're waiting on Keith Spain. Uh, he's gonna be uh, call. He's gonna be talking to us here. This is our here. first Space Force interview. Yeah, this. I didn't even think that they had done four years yet for their enlistment. So, yeah. Well, uh, hopefully he's not a. Flake. Uh, I, you know, a lot of people have a hard time with the uh, technology. Hey, and so for the listeners out there, if you're interested in in maybe coming on as a guest, yes, feel free to shoot us a line at ad uh, manager at mbradio.us manager at mbradio.us, and we'll see about getting you on. Yes, you don't have to have any hero stories or anything nope. like that. You can just be the average Joe or Jane and. Come on and tell us your story and let us get to know you. Yeah, you can come in and uh, you know be our guest, have a good old time, and you can do it from the comfort of your home. Yeah, hey, Friday, every Friday, Friday morning, I'm here with donuts. Yeah, and check this out. This Friday, we're gonna be talking to country music recording artist and writer Shannon Book. Doc Book was a former Navy corpsman. Great dude. I met him at a veterans event, and him and I have kept in touch. And through the course of both of our successes, he hit it big. And his first cover or his first music video for that he wrote for Gold Star Moms drops on Friday on the 5th. So we're going to have him on the show at 8 or 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So if you're interested, hop on and listen to Shannon Book, Doc Book. He's I love that. I country music love that. artist and and buddy of mine. He's he's solid, dude. Him and I will probably end up just chit chatting for thirty minutes and forget about an interview. So you you have to keep us on track. Uh, it's funny because if I remember correctly, we did this event in North Carolina, and there was a band. We were at this VFW, and there was a band playing. And during the band's break, we all got up and just started messing around and started singing. And they asked us to sing a couple more songs, and the the, van, the band got a little aggro. But um, 
our buddy Joe Perez. You know Big Joe. I do. Do you remember him? Yeah, he, I remember him. He uh, he passed away, unfortunately. Big yeah, Joe. Yeah, when he passed away, I I, I cried, man. He, Big, oh, he man. helped me with my retirement. Papa Joe was a good guy, man. Yeah, he, he was. was uh, he was a Marine and, and soldier. And in Las Vegas, there was an American flag that he had put up on a mountain. And every year, or every time the flag got soiled or frayed, he would go up and replace it, and he was walking up there to replace it. And had a heart attack and passed away. But what a great dude! Just oh man, his heart his heart was as big as he was. So anyway, we're up there on this stage, right? And he's playing the drums, and I was like, "How do you know how to play the drums?" And Big Joe goes, um, "Red, red, red, yellow, green, blue, red, uh, like Guitar Hero, <laughs> or something like that." So uh, yeah, he was. We were rocking it out in North Carolina. I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to zero in our guest. He's he's having a little uh, issues. We got another comment. Hey, there we go. What is up, Brian? Uh, you know, I'm I'm starting to like Brian. He, yeah, what's uh, going on, Brian? He's, he's like our number one listener right oh, now. Oh, Edge is gonna be mad about that. Uh oh, uh oh. You hear that, Edge? You guys are you guys are both loyal and active listeners, and we really appreciate yeah. it. Brian, where are you in Colorado? What what uh, what state are you in, Brian? And also, for those of you that are listening, if you if if you get tired of hearing us run our mouths, and you want us to talk about something or cover something, please feel free to shoot us a line or call the studio as seven two zero six one nine zero six two seven. Yep, and I will uh, I'll hit the. Uh... Seven two zero six one nine zero six two seven. Feel free yeah. to call in and chit chat with us. We think we have our problems fixed. Last Friday we tried it and it it uh, crashed some of our software. But you know, I'm about ready to just tell this guy to give us we're, a call. We're not uh, we're not one hundred three the one hundred four three the fan. No. So our technology is a lot less. Ours is like straight backyard. No, ours is ours is upstairs. We're not in the backyard. It's okay, the, the average right. the average Joe that has a microphone and a and a and a cell or a cell phone with a selfie is that's backyard. Okay, we're at least we're at least up in the den, or maybe in the closet. Who knows? I'm getting ready to tell him to. Uh... Yeah, sometimes it's hard because we have when we when you have when we have you on in person, we have you click a link, and it can be a little confusing. But Joel's pretty good at explaining it Barney style, so. I think I thought I had a Barney one over here. I forgot. Yeah, I'm my- just gonna tell him just to give us a call, and we're gonna we're, look we're, good. we're gonna see how good this I mean, is. Really good. I think I fixed it. We're fixing to find out. So here we go again. We're 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 literally just waiting on. <laughs> I'm having too much fun with the soundboard tonight. Hey. That's okay. Have fun with that. All right. So while we wait for him, um, yeah, the interview that we're supposed to have Friday with Shannon, tell mm-hmm. the listeners how, how you met him. Uh, so yeah, like I said, we I met him at a at a veterans event, and we just we I think we rode a hundred miles on hand cycles together. It might not have been a hundred miles. It was it was a lot. We were in, from from Camp Lejeune. Um, up the North Carolina coast and stopped at a couple places for fundraising events and stuff like that. But it was, man, it was, uh, I'll tell you what, it was hot. And when you're in a hand cycle and you're down on pavement level, 
and it's baking out, you feel if, if it's 90 degrees out, the pavement's like 140 and you're two inches off the pavement. And let me tell you, you get smoked quick. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Shannon and finding out the like I said, this the music video that's getting released on Friday was in tribute to Gold Star Wives. And for those listeners that don't know what a Gold Star, I mean, Gold Star mo- Mothers. Oh, there we here go. Here we go. Welcome to the evening show. You're listening to Johnny Volcano and H-Train. Who we got calling? How are you doing? This is Keith. Um, I've been trying to copy and paste, and when I open up the audio, I mean, I end up copying and pasting, but it doesn't... Uh, it just- Bars, so oh, that's okay. Kind of manually. That's all right. That's all right. We, we probably sent you the wrong link. We, <laughs> probably, we probably just gave you. Uh, we probably just hooked you up with China. Yeah, and I'm just it's giving me sure. the runaround. I don't yeah, know. That's, yeah. that's how it felt anyway. Yeah. So Keith, uh, Keith was in the Space Force, ladies and gentlemen, and this is our first Space Force interview. Why don't you tell us a little bit about? Did you go to boot camp in uh, Air Force boot camp, or where do you go to boot camp at? Well, no, I. I uh, I served in the army. Okay. And so it was like, uh, that was a joint service task force essentially or whatnot. So I went through army training and then I ended up, you know, in a station where I worked with, uh, all services. Oh, nice. Were you at Buckley? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, nice. Yeah. Down at the Ray Domes. Yeah. Yep. For people that this don't was know. Back in uh turn of the century, this was back in like uh, 2000. I just, uh, I just, uh, got through boot camp and, uh, I got there about a few months before 9-11. My son was born two days after. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So, you know, before we go into the, uh, you know, the, the like, guidelines and stuff, Space Force, how, how the, you know, they recruited you, how you went, like, the basics, stuff like that, you was telling me about a story how you got bullied. Kind of shed some light on that. Uh, if you want, if you want, yeah. If you don't want to, that that's fine too. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> as an enlisted soldier, you go through your you go through your bullying. But uh, yeah, no, I, I uh, honestly, I I felt like I got a raw deal uh, when I got here. I tried to argue my command. I I said, you know, I went to high school here. I don't I don't feel like I'm going to be able to serve my term completely. You know, like I'm going to have difficulties that I shouldn't have. Right. Actually. And uh, they, you know. I, I got, uh, well, that, you know, that's kind of uh, where I get bullied, you know what I mean? All of a sudden they're, you know, to, 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 to stay and quote them or whatever, you know, I basically had to spend about a year here before I could even put in paperwork to, to, to try to relocate. And, you know, I don't, <laughs> after that amount of time, you get settled in, you know what I mean? It's difficult. Yeah. As much as you want a PCS, you're like, ah, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to not unpack my apartment or my house. And I happen to be in a young marriage too. So that didn't really help. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I always say in life, you have, you always have a starter marriage. You know, that one marriage that screws <laughs> he, he up. He didn't say that it was over. Oh, oh, my bad. Jeez. Joel. What's that? Joel's always gloom and doom here with Yeah. Me. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I'm divorced. So I, I, I thought, okay, never mind. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no, no. You'd be right. I'm part of the divorce club. No doubt. Oh, boy. That's too bad. Yeah, that was a lot of stress on a on a young marriage. You know what I mean? And, and it, you know, it was just the way the especially know, the being way stationed. That, you in know, a, I, I, there was, I was hoping for a different outcome, definitely. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, it was still it was still a lot more than 
than anybody would have expected. <laughs> so are you still active duty or what's, what's the deal there? Oh, no, no. I've been far removed for uh, a good amount of time. Okay. Uh, I just did the one term, uh, but I grew up military. So, you know, by the time, by the time I got done with my one term, I felt like I was retired. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Not only that. And, and not only that, you're like, yeah, cool. I'm going to join the military and I'm going to go see places and they get stationed in Aurora. Right. I was you're right like, yeah, I was quite, you're like, I was a bit man. Frustrated. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Bit, but I tell yeah, you what, working at, working at the space or the, uh, at Buckley in those, and those radomes, that's where, for those listeners that don't know, that facility processes all the space information and satellite information from around the world into one place and disseminates it to where it has to be. So it's a pretty high-tech, uh, busy place. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, you said it on me? No. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's definitely a different experience uh, for work. And uh, it was a lot of stress. Oh, yeah. Working in a skiff is no fun at all, man. Not really. (laughs) You know, it it felt, uh, we called it the dungeon, to be honest. It is. It is the dungeon. So people that don't know, a skiff is a sensitive compartmentalized information facility. You're basically in a safe. And all of your technology stays outside of that. There's no penetrations into the wall. Unless it's a cypernet penetration and it's you're sitting in a box going through stuff and just and just you're a clerk. Basically, you're sending it to where it needs to be or reading it or whatever. And it's super stressful. All right. So here's the hard questions for you. If you didn't already tell me, like, is it the same basic? Yeah, he said he, he said he went, went to army basic. Okay. And then did a uh, joint force. Right. Command. Yeah, no, that was all the same. Yeah, no, I, I had to I had to qualify with a weapon every year. I had to I had to uh take a you know, physical exam every year. I had to be Where yeah, do you, poked and prodded. Do you go down to uh Carson? <laughs> I'm to, a regular. Go down to Carson I'm sorry? To, do you go down to Fort Carson to shoot? Or is, uh, it, is there a no, range we got out a range there? On side there Buckley, yeah. Oh there's a range out there, nice. I was actually when nine eleven happened, I was Honestly, literally qualifying with my weapon that year wow. at the moment when it happened. Yeah, we uh, we knew something was up when it was. Uh, so here I am. I'm shooting my weapon. And the next thing you know, we're getting a call instead of, uh, you know, throwing down, you know, metal down range. We're, we're getting told to put it all up. You know what I mean? And, and hang it up and go. To, you know, excuse me. Go home. Wow. If you were not essential personnel at that point, it was go home. And uh, yeah, it was it was uh, sitting in a uh, <laughs> sitting in a traffic jam for the next two hours trying to get off base. Oh man, I bet. Yeah. yeah. So what's the, so like when you go to the field, what is that like? What? Uh, we. It's the same well, you as... uh, what is it? Uh, uh, with 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 that, you don't really go to the field. Okay. Unless you're like in an overseas position. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you even go to the gas yeah. chamber? I know they got a gas chamber on Buckley because I've been in it. Oh, yeah. I've, I've got, well, I, I didn't go to the one on Buckley. I don't know if they have one on Buckley. Uh, I can't say that for sure. I, when I was on Buckley, it was very, it was still a National Guard Air, Air Force base. I was there for about a year before it actually even Yeah, it's over. You know where the there. consolidated ID place was, used to be? It's just west, right. west of there on that Up same Airport road. road there? Yeah, it's just west of there on yeah. that same road. It, it's a little yeah. aluminum shack. You just go in there and throw a bunch of CS pellets in there and bring all the reservists in and make them suffer. It was awesome. 
Uh, but uh, no, I mean, it was, uh, I had a few experiences, definitely. I, I mean, I've seen the president take off. <laughs> Or I, I don't know if it was the VP or the president, but all I know is I was, I was in a traffic jam, and the next thing I know, there's a, a convoy of, uh, you know, blacked out vehicles Man, all they, up. We, they used yeah. to find a Buckley all And the nobody time. moved. No, the traffic did not move until the plane was in the air. Right. Yep. <laughs> Everybody's mad talking about being late for work. <laughs> and I'm and I'm going to assume that, like, the pay scale is the same thing? Yeah, it's all military pay scale. Okay. They're, for no, for oh no, no, yeah, no, it was absolutely terrible. I'm working next to, uh, like I said, stress. I'm working next to, uh, you know, like civilian level GS freaking <laughs> teen levels, and uh, you know they're talking about, uh, oh my renter blew out his freaking water heater. <laughs> <laughs> I spent my weekend, my days off fixing the water. I'm like, yeah, yeah different problems. It's like had. a GS15, <laughs> GS15 equivalent there of like a enlisted freaking E3 man, and this guy, yeah, he's got the pay of like, yeah, yeah, yeah he's making yeah. two hundred thousand a year because he's a GS. The only difference is he's been doing it for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, and he's just, you're like, wait a minute, you're making all this dough and you're that. He might not even dumb? went the went the uniform route, you know, right? <laughs> right, yeah. So what are you doing yeah. now? Uh, these days, I'm uh, I, I'm actually taking it easy. I got out of the army and went through a rough divorce and was a slave to child support. I hate to play the little small violin cliche, but uh, yeah, I went through a divorce and it was rough. Child support hit me hard on one kid, and I'm in recovery mode right now, man. Uh, you know, I'm actually getting the time to kind of take care of myself, and I live simple. And oh, that's I've good. Tried, I've changed my nutrition, man. I I I, I relish it taking about two hours and cooking myself a decent meal. <laughs> uh, that's good. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking uh, to, on the go. we're yeah. talking to a former space force and army soldier, Keith. And he's just kind of telling us about what it was like to interact with the space force. Yeah. You know, the- I appreciate you taking time out of your uh, day and, and come onto the show and talk to us about, it. you know, John is more informed than I am uh, with my brain injury. Sometimes you got to kind of break it to me Barney style so that I understand. So if I ask like really weird questions, I apologize. Uh, but, you know, I, I just. He likes to keep it real. Yeah. You know, also, like, I know when the Air Force, when they go to the field, you know, what they kind of did. So I didn't know. I, I thought when the Air Force went to the field, they went to the Hilton. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> well, I did, go, I did go to an Air Force ran actual AIT. The training that I went through was actually an Air Force base. It was not Army. Oh, wow. And it was a little bit nicer for the facility, absolutely, from what I've, I've heard from my, my, my other brothers in the Army here. <laughs> that's absolutely yeah. true. I mean, anyone that's ever been overseas, yeah. you, you know, you get, uh, you get on an, ar- an, like an Army base or Marine Corps base, and then you go to an Air Force base, you're like, whoa. You, wait, you get to pick your chow? <laughs> we just got whatever they made us. Your golf course? You have a golf course? Wow. Well, okay, so does Space Force, do they pay you if you got to stay in, like, the Army barracks? Uh, well, you know, with the – I, you know, I have a funny story. I'd actually, there was no – well, it was a, there was a barracks there on base, but it was limited. Like I said, when I got there, it was still pretty – I don't know. It hadn't gone. It hadn't gone. You know, full operation. So, but uh, it it uh, it didn't even have a commissary. By the time I left, it did though. <laughs> I mean, we we were just getting like a gym and all kinds of stuff. I know but, uh, Buckley when it was an yeah. International Guard base was just it was sad. 
<laughs> it was it was kind of barren. Yeah, they had a so, gas station, and that's that was that was. Oh wow! There was no food in there because everyone would clean it out. Oh wow! Like I I love being so close close to Buckley. Oh yeah, that I mean now that 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 facility is super nice. Oh yeah, I love it. I I, I, I buy those pork ribs, and my dad my <laughs> uh, my father in law he barbecues those at least once time. Every month. Oh wow! Because we always go there for. He like, also holidays. buys bananas and he eats them in one bite. How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you. Okay. Do you have any other questions for him? Because we're uh, we're getting ready to be, we're getting ready to go into the. I think. Next uh, I think the biggest alcohol. question I have is: Would you encourage people that haven't that are considering joining? Would you say Space Force or go regular Army? Ah, uh, man. So, you know, I don't know. I got uh, yeah, I wouldn't speak all negative about it. You know, it's just like everything else, man. There's ups and downs to it all. Oh, yeah. But, you know, right. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, or would you, you know, in some ways, you know, you can, uh, it's always perspective. It's always hindsight. You know, sure. You are, yeah. I could have just went and did a truck driver, kept my head down, had a, maybe a 20 year career, you know, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, you, know, you can't really say that. You can't really look back and, uh, you know. Yeah, and it being such really... a brand new service, I'm sure the politics were just astronomical. It was probably oh over god, the top. yeah. Because yeah. everyone's <laughs> vying to be the next sergeant major of the air force or whatever the heck. I it's appreciate called. you not digging in too much of the operations or anything else. That you know, yeah, right. Like I would have been, you know, I <laughs> was a part of with all that. But uh, but right, no, it was absolutely. You know, it was like I said, I was like, you know, uh, enlisted, you know, lower enlisted soldier, and I'm, I'm surrounded by brass, man, colonel level stuff. Absolutely, you know? yeah. So, do you have to have right. a security clearance to be space force? Probably oh, where yeah, he worked. It, 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 working you had was, to be. You had to have a clearance just to just to go in there and be a janitor. <laughs> uh, yeah, the facility he worked at is there's like three razor fences before you actually get into the compound. So, it's uh. And I, then, I do be, I do believe there's some weight sensors there as well and <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's true there's there's a lot of technology there that uh that is you yeah. know that makes sure you're, you're the only person walking in so it's it's pretty you're good. not going to approach that gate at any funny you know point without somebody approaching you yeah they have uh they have perimeter sensors and it'll pick up anything bigger than i'm going to tell you right now there ain't nothing worse than a 20 year old air force you know police young police guy with the with the but the authority to use his weapons. <laughs> yeah, man, he's, that's got to be scary because you're like, hey, Barney, put your gun away, dude. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. You, you hear some funny stories sometimes. You know, people like, uh, you know, the pizza guy coming into the into, into the gate and mistakenly tries to joke about having a bomb or whatever. And next thing you know, he's tied up until the pizza's cold, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you're the guy that's mad because your pizza's late. <laughs> That's all domino effect at that point, and it's not positive, right? No, no pun intended with the domino effect, right? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> Keith, we enjoyed having you on the show. Thanks for your service. Yep, and we uh, we have a bit. This last question is for you. Here we go. This is the time to shine, baby. It's the time to shine. You know, we uh, once again we appreciate you taking some time out of your busy life coming on the show and before we let you go we wanted to give you a kind of a two-minute platform maybe we didn't ask you the right question or set you up for the right answer and there's something that you want to get off your chest 
This is the time that you can say whatever you would like to say, uh, especially if you know if if you uh, want to do any shout outs, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> so it's just an open air time for me here. I have a floor. Um, uh, <laughs> it's board time. Nothing much, huh? Right. Well, you know, like uh, just uh, on the spot, difficult to come up with. Uh, you know, like how much time do I even have? <laughs> we'll cut. We'll cut you off if if, if you go too long. Yeah. Uh, what advice uh, would you give to veterans right uh, right now that is going through the, the same issues that you're going through? Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, so, like right now, I, I, I'm in a I'm in a VA housing program or whatnot. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, awesome! I, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, you know. Uh, I'm I'm healing. I'm just trying to heal myself. Like I said, you know, like I, I'm a service connected dad on disability at the moment. And I'm just taking it easy and and you know uh, getting the chance to 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 repair myself physically, financially, and mentally. And uh, I'd say if you get that opportunity, definitely take it and uh, try to ride with it in a positive direction. Yeah, good for you, man. I'm proud of you. That's yeah. that's a great step, and it's it's you know it's it's humbling to ask for help. But man, when you start getting it, you feel so much better. Your your mood improves. Your your outlook on life improves. There's a lot to try to drag you down along the way, though, and you gotta I'm you gotta try you, to, yeah. yeah. It's like that. Yeah, man. It's it's not a pleasant environment to work through. Definitely not. But so are um, yeah. are you in one of the uh, we do every, we do Christmas baskets for one of the VA. Yeah, Valor Death, uh, Valor House. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. It's like. Desolary or something like that. It's not dispensary. It's something else. But it's it's the Valor uh, in Lakewood, it's a, Colorado. It's a, it's a transition home. It helps yeah. veterans oh, get back awesome. on their feet. So it's amazing. I never. I didn't. Uh, I, I was. Uh, I, I went to the RJ Montgomery, the Springs Mission down there, even Crawford House or whatever, which is related oh, cool. with the VA. Yeah. I heard of the Valor. Um, like I said, right now I'm in a I'm in a facility called Freedom Springs, and it's a it's a it's a uh, you know, about a 50 apartment sized uh, building for veterans, and uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's just just like simple apartment living. That's yeah. awesome, man! And 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 you have trust with all of your residents because you know they're all vets. I mean, obviously, there's gonna there's gonna be those 10 percent and stuff, and you know those those dirt bags. But I mean, at least right. it's a good, it's a new start, man. That's good. I'm glad I'm glad for you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we have former Space Force Keith. Keith, I, I, I want to make We're sure We're not going to say his last name. Okay. All right. Just, so. it's our boy, it's our, our boy Blue. Our boy Blue. All right. Hey, Keith, thank you so much for being on the show, hit, brother. Hit us up in a couple of months and let us know how you're doing. Yeah. And, and, and we'll have you back on and you can tell us your progress. Yeah, and feel free to visit the studio anytime that you find a chance. Thank you. All right. Thank you, brother. Once again, yeah, stay safe, Keith brother. Space Force. And it is that time, ladies Ooh. and gentlemen. It is mail call. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, 
from Texas. From the great state of Texas. Austin, Texas. Is it Austin or Boston? It's pretty close. San Antonio. (laughs) Oh, it's not even close at all. It's like an hour and a half. But yes, absolutely. Um, I actually am from San Antonio. It's about an hour. So pretty close. You're pretty close. I know. I was so I was so bummed I missed you when I was down there, but I I had uh, Montezuma's revenge. So that's uh, yeah, that's important. To be able to do that safely on a same range. Yeah, I, I I didn't think that I should be around uh, around Rosie the Riveter if I had diarrhea. So I mean, she's pretty amazing. So she would have been super okay with it. But I mean, I, I understand your concern as well. We appreciate yeah, you. I had that RSV <laughs> or whatever it was that. That. Oh no! So I didn't want to pass along to anyone. How how did that turn out? It was amazing. I did not know uh, so many grown women would run up to another woman in my life. Um, I've done many um, like meet and greets with different celebrities, but I've never seen the reactions that she had. Um, she is quite literally the female version of the Fonz. That's awesome. Um, I she ran me ragged. I'm not afraid to admit a 97 year old woman uh, beat me. <laughs> Since this one came to energy, I can imagine her in her prime, man. Wow, that's cool. He's not ready. <laughs> hey, so one other question before before we get to your piece. Do you know Shannon Book? I do. Yeah, he's going to be on our show on on, on Friday. I, yes. met, I met him a long, long time ago before he even thought about being a country music singer, so... I was like, yeah, I was like, he doesn't know always country music. He's played in some pretty amazing places, in, even the Invictus games. I, man, he's my full respect. Uh, as a doc, as a veteran, like and everything he does outside of that, I'm he is my full respect. Yeah, um, he's a good dude. Actually, for intro for my podcast. Oh, nice. Um, I was having an issue trying to rework it forever, and he gave me a hard time. He's like, that other one is Corey. So he's uh, very gracious and did it uh, for us. And so he's come on our podcast before as a guest uh, host. And we've interviewed, like, when uh, Postcards for Hell came on uh, with Doc Chase, uh, we did like an all doc podcast. Oh, cool. Uh, they never had like all medics like ever interview them. And it was actually really fun. Nice. Yeah. I, I told Joel, I said, you're going to have to keep me on track. Cause I'm going to, me and Shannon are just going to talk about friend stuff. And Joel's going to have to keep <laughs> us on track about what the interview is about. And I got to keep my toes, man. Right. Never don't fall in. <laughs> so Mormon, man. Right. So Bell and Belly, what do you have in store for us today? Yeah. What, what's what in your you, mailbag? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I was going to quickly talk about the Air Force experience before because I heard you guys talking about it, but I was like, nah, leave the intrigue there. But <laughs> well, we were talking no, about I, Space Force, so you can talk about Air Force. Yeah. Oh, no, I, was, I always make a joke um, that whenever I go on shows because it, I would get such a hard time for being Air Force, I'd say the only chair that I was ever issued was a wheelchair by the Air Force. <laughs> I would thought I thought it would have been in a people don't really know to ha- answer that one. I thought it would have been in like a recliner, a massage recliner or something. Right? <laughs> right. Gotcha. I mean, I would take it. I I tell people all the time if I go if I went back to my twenty two year old self, I would I would not join the Marine Corps. I'd be in the Air Force all day. I don't know long. if I would join the Air Force again. Like I and honestly, like I don't know if I would do it. I'd probably say Army. That sounds messed up, yeah. but it's true. I but my mean, sister, like when she heard my story, she's army herself, and we went in around the same time. And she goes, "Your story makes me happy. I'm army." I was like, "Wow, thanks." <laughs> that's awesome. That's how you know. That's right. I mean, uh, let's be honest. All of us have some kind of gripe towards our feet, our prior branch. So, oh yeah. Uh, the, the grass is always greener on the other side until you get to the other side. Yeah, and then you're like, "Wait a minute, that's right. not what they told me." Yeah, that's what my recruiter said. Well, sometimes the grass is always greener on the other side because it's being polluted by manure. 
or or Camp Lejeune water. Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, we just had a podcast about that too. Uh, we just aired it uh, last week with Shannon Lee, um, who was working with Aaron Brockovich's people, and she had a lot of really interesting information. Well, you know what's crazy is I was there in '95, and and the cutoff was like '91 or something. I don't even know what it was, but you can't tell me that they got all that water cleaned up and that there was no toxins when I was there in 95. That's ridiculous. It's like been saturated in that area for a while. (laughs) For for like 30 years, they're not going to clean it up overnight. Absolutely. Well, I couldn't get over the fact that you have to have an honorable discharge, which I thought like, what does punching your commander have to do with your being exposed to water? Like that's, that's one of the things I've always struggled with the VA as well. Like, okay. So I was a young kid. I made mistakes and I did dumb things. And I got penalized for it. And 20 years later, I can't get the health care I deserve because of because of that. That's ridiculous to me. Yep. And a lot of service members have no idea what they were exposed to in the medical record because public health, they actually yep. have to disclose it in your record. But people that aren't medical, they don't know how to look for that information. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of Marines, like I've had many, many, I've reviewed the records. They had no clue they had ever even seen asbestos or a lot of other uh, contaminants. I was like, it's in your records right here. Right. And I'm like, wow. And I'm like, I was like, and this is why I do this. <laughs> well, and it's, you know, it's crazy because yeah, absolutely. There's the, the, like the corpsman would put stuff in our medical records based on where we were. Yep. And half the time you can't really read it, but the other half is you never look at your own medical records. You don't, yeah. you don't scream. Um, yeah. Mine was, yeah. After I got hurt, I was like, it has, that's when I stopped looking at them because they were so long and so redundant. Yep. But same. That's the same way. It's um, always good to have someone else put eyes on it because they're they're looking yeah. at it with a different set of glasses. So Well, and there's always new conditions that they're allowing in to be used or changed. And that way you can look at what you had before and compare it against what you could potentially claim against now. It's, like um, chronic pain is a new condition. Um and then like all that with the PACT Act passing, there's like what uh, fourteen new conditions as 14 well. Fourteen new conditions, yeah. And it's a lot. And I you know, it's one of the things I try to I try to let other veterans know it's a pain in the, you know what, and it takes a long time, but you deserve it. You earned it. Just put it, put a claim in. Like my uncle Chuck was a Vietnam vet and he finally put his claim in about 15 years ago and he was getting compensation. And so he, you know, he went like 30 or 40 years without getting compensation that he deserved. Oh yeah. And I hear a lot where people like they pass away before they even, um, have any sort of compensation. Right. So, I mean, it's really imperative that people are actively going after uh, what it is that they're entitled because a lot of us, we don't know. And that's what it's based off of is that, you know, like they can continue doing what they're doing because we're not informed. Exactly. And, and it, you know, for those that are, that are listening that haven't put in a, a claim or an appeal, it's an arduous process, but it's navigable with people that know what they're doing and people that have been through it. And it took me 10 years to finally get all my stuff adjudicated, but it was worth it. Yeah. It took me 10 years as well. I went from 90 to hundred and it took 10 years. They yeah. fought me every step of the way. I'm, every like, the I'm like, I've got all these conditions and they add up to 94. I need that. Yeah. Extra yeah. Half. yeah. Well, so, you know, I kind of want to, I, I kind of want to make a point because I was talking to my dad about this the other day, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, both of you. You're wrong. But oh, my bad. I think veterans have the disconnect that they feel that, for example, uh, like Agent Orange. You can't apply for Agent Orange if you don't have a symptom. Like, you have to be, be treated for it 
I don't before. know if that's entirely true with Agent Orange. I think you have to be exposed to it. Yeah, usually they right, have, to, you have to have some kind of yeah, symptoms, right? No, you don't have to have symptoms. If you were exposed to yeah, it in Vietnam, true. then you're eligible for Agent okay, Orange. Okay, okay. Well, then I, I stand corrected. I just, I, I find a lot of, a lot of veterans feel that, you know, when they talk to these doctors that, you know, they're going to get this uh, yeah. percentage based on how they feel. And that's not the case. Yeah. You still have to prove your case yeah. and you still have to provide evidence. So. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, not even that, like veterans don't know that if they say they have an exam, right. But they felt that the Raider was biased or they weren't doing the full exam. Like in my case, I had it done halfway and they quit. Like they didn't know what else uh -huh. to do. But they're like, well, we don't uh, test the rest of your life because part of it's missing. I'm like, I know, but write that down. They don't, they just stop. Right. Because of that, they would actually throw out my case because they were like, it's an incomplete exam. It but is. it wasn't my fault and they never told me, but I didn't know. And so what people can do within, I think it's 72 hours of your exam, you can request a new one with a different physician and they'll immediately do it. And I've had to do that actually when I, when I went for migraines is they're supposed to do a complete exam, not just for the migraines. And, and I, I was like, I don't, I don't, you didn't do an exam. You talked about my migraines. Like you didn't write down all my pre-existing conditions. And so I requested another, another appointment and boy, that whew. I don't mind being the squeaky wheel though. Yep. And unfortunately it's just, you know, not knowing if you can do those things, you know, you don't know until like after six months they, they denied it. Oh, I can do this. And then like you, you can also file it. for a new case and an increase on a previous uh, claim at the same time. Yep. And just so everybody knows, if you have a question that you'd like to ask Bedlam Betty right now, she is a veteran advocate. This is the time. Hit us up, 720-619-0627. We will take your calls, and we'll take your texts, and I will, uh, or I will if double you, check. if you've got something else that you want to talk about or you want her to cover, she's got a wealth of knowledge. Yes. She's been there, done that, and helped with so many other veterans claims. I mean, why wouldn't you want to use her? Right. And, and if you want to, if you don't want to call, you just want to comment. This, reach is, out. The, this is the time, you know, or you can send us an email to yeah. manager at mbradio.us and we'll get you your question answered next week. It's, Absolutely. you know, with the knowledge that we've got with, with Bedlam Betty, it's, you'd be silly not to just ask the question because a question that you don't ask is always going to be no. Right. Correct. Right. And just like the clothing allowance, um, that's another reason that I always talk about it. I'll, you'll hear me beating it to death actually until August 1st, which is the cutoff, but you have to have your braces um, looked at or prescribed by a physician within the last two years to claim for this year. So if it's been a little while, oh, you've gained boy. 15 pounds and you have a prosthetic or brace, you need to be refitted. Um, that's per prosthetics, actually. Yeah. So you definitely need to be on top of your braces and getting them redone and altered with uh, gain or loss of weight or just use or wear and tear. Uh, but you have to have them serviced. Yeah, that's you're right. going to have to help me uh, teach me and show me how to do I, I, uh, I've i never done it. The easiest way, like, I one sheet. That's it. You yep. just go into prosthetics and you can just fill it out there. And then okay. I get the stamp on it so that way you have it for your records. They'll make a copy, and that's it. And for you, the prosthetics is right close to where you live. Oh, yeah. I love the new v – that sucks for you, doesn't it? The V <laughs> is like 45 minutes away. Yeah, it's – it's. I mean, I try to I try to coordinate it in between my airport trips. 
Okay. But the prosthetics is, is actually on Islef. It's not at the main hospital. That's true. That also go on pay.gov as well, and you can complete it online. I just like the stamp personally, but you don't have to do that way. Yeah. And, and so, like, the biggest thing that she mentioned for me is I need to send my doctor a message. I use that messenger on the on the VA app. I don't know if any of our listeners have the VA app. It is awesome. Because you can, like, I always forget what medications I'm on. I'm, like, on the blue pill once, the orange <laughs> pill once. Guys, I always remember that one first. Why? And, and so then I have to, then I pop on the app, and it tells me exactly what I'm taking. And for the record, guys, I am on zero meds now. Ah! That's, like, that's impressive by VA standards. Like, I do. Dude, that's I do, amazing. I do need to start taking my GERD one again, because I, it, oh. yeah. Well, take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe I could wean myself off it, but. Because I aspirate at night if I don't take it, and who there's nothing more terrifying than waking up when you're choking on your own puke. That's, oh yeah, no, that's not fun. Yeah, I had sleep apnea due to PTSD, unfortunately, so that's why they make me wear oxygen during my infusions, which I hate, but they do it anyways. <laughs> yeah, you know, with, like oxygen. Like, ah. I heard a guy tell a joke the other day. He's like, if you go on a on a one night stance and the woman looks at you and says. Um, are you part Chinese? Chances are she thinks that that thing's too small. <laughs> His eyes? Yeah. I have a Foreman joke for that. I'm like, nope. Right. <laughs> well, before we go to before we go to the tribute to the troop, tell us a little bit about your podcast for this Thursday. What do you got going on? What you got cooking? Uh, well, we're definitely going to be doing a, a recap, um, but right now I'm still getting some final details um, nailed down, but I will be giving more information out in the next day or so. Nice. Um, I did want to talk about a little bit about um, art therapy or uh, I guess crafts as everyone else likes to call it, um, but they do offer that through the VA. I, I don't know, know why people get such classes, a... But they're like not just like boring, like your grandma's crafts that you don't like. They've got like a yeah. leather shop working like, for like guitars, like you know, like with Shannon Book, when he plays, like he could make something cool for himself, you know, at, at the VA, Audi Murphy, just with his brothers, if he wanted. They do pottery, they do painting, they do all Absolutely. kinds. I mean, it's cool stuff, man. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people don't know about it. And they have like tons and tons of kits for veterans to take home with them. So if they want to like, have a project with their kids that maybe they feel like they can do better at home, like it may be more therapeutic for them. And that's like why I do origami. And I fold my flowers because it helps me when I'm triggering. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Your mind on when you're doing it, it kind of really helps. That's why the reforge class works so well for knife making. So veterans that are in distress or first responders, you know, they can sit down, they can talk to people and then just go right back to it. And you have to focus on like the machinery so much. Like it takes all of your, like, I guess, like, yeah, direction and anxiety away as well. Yeah. Cause that four by four breathing only works for so long. You know, you, you got to find something to distract yourself and focus on something else. Yeah. And I mean, I've definitely had a videos on our podcast page, the SM, the veteran podcast page with Ellie DeBay, where we talk about like de-escalation techniques when you're actively triggering. Um, so it, I think we called it a, what to do when you're triggered like MF or something like that. Because she said it when we were filming it. Oh, man. You were like, wait. She's spicy, but she's amazing. But she's done a lot of research um, in different theses on PTSD. So it was pretty interesting to hear what she had to say. But the art therapy, like, they do have it at every local VA for the most part. Yep. Um, just ask what classes they're having in their area. And you can definitely see what um, interests you. 
because they different stuff, different weeks usually. Man, and I'll tell you what, that VA down in San Antonio is phenomenal when it comes to it that is. because they, they have so many. It's I, I think they call correct me if I'm wrong. They call San Antonio like Military City USA. Yep, it is absolutely because they have so many bases and so many service members down there. So the yep. obviously the you know with that many people in that general area they they're really big on pushing stuff out and starting new programs there. So kudos. They do a great job. I can't even complain at all. Um, Audie Murphy is actually one of the uh, five VAs in the entire U S that does uh, an alternative medical treatment that I actually have to do tomorrow. uh, The ketamine infusion. Oh, wow. Uh, Because it's considered an alternative treatment. They actually infuse it with Versed uh, for people that can't have like the cellic ganglion block, which in my case I can't because I have arterial blood clot history. Okay. So unfortunately I can't do it where it's really, they do the injection here. Um, but because of that, I do my infusions, which help with my pain as well as my active triggering. Now, do you which, have a pick line? Uh, not when I do my therapy, just in a regular IVs. Okay. I gotcha. But I have to have like the oxygen on cause my, um, cause breathing you... drops significantly while I'm doing it because you fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so your, your O2 sat goes way down. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Anything, nurse, anything, below, anything below 88 is bad. It goes like 70. Oh, <laughs> geez. That's, yeah, that's really bad. And he's like this super, like, really, really big, like, nurse. But he's, like, super gentle. And he gets, like, very upset, like, even if he misses, like, an ID. So, like, he takes his patients very seriously. Oh, that's good. So, I love I love healthcare providers. It's like, like is that. he fighting, like, a drunk person? We're dealing with you. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure with the first set, you're probably like, ah. Yeah. It's like, imagine being wildly drunk in a VA for an entire day because you have to be there for the whole day. Yeah. So and they like, in a room and I had them put in like a galaxy projector. So it's like a more therapeutic experience, like blue light therapy, which actually works, by the way. Oh, wow. I feel like that was my contribution to that. <laughs> I was pretty proud of myself. But at the end of the day, like it's really common for the, the veterans when they're doing the infusion and it's hugely popular. Like their the wait list is wild right now because so many veterans are wanting to try it. And I wrote about it about two years ago for Freedom Sisters. So if you, I type in my name, Brandy Pet, it'll actually come right up. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I mean that, that they've been pushing that for a couple of years and the success is phenomenal from what I hear. Yeah. It's like a night and day difference. Like, especially for people, like a lot of us, we have chronic pain too. So it helps for both of those things. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of something that a lot of people are finding it works more than they expected. Um, it's different because of the fact that the one at Audi is, uh, almost six hours rather than like the standard ones in like the normal like, community care clinics where it'd be one hour. So it's quite a bit uh, different. Uh, it sounds like a lot more, a lot more positive energy of spending more time doing it. I need to, I need to visit Texas and do a remote so that me and Badlam Betty can do a remote together. Can we go back to drive things? Cause I'm here for that. Like with the GoPro. This like, yes. Yeah. Right. So I wanted to talk about that really quickly while I'm folding this. I'm going to show you something for origami. Actually, this is actually one of May's bandanas that she makes. Okay. I'm it into an origami rose while I'm talking to you guys. And, uh, and Bedlam Batty has stickers also. Yes. She, she's like the Jane of all trades. I kind of am. I had the sons of anarchy experience or I had to, Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, think about it. Look at all the positivity you exude. It's just, it's amazing that you, you know, you don't realize the impact you have on so many people until someone points it out. And 
Kudos to I you. Yeah. I do makes, the best I can with what I have left. That's what I said. my heart happy. <laughs> well, um, the stickers we're selling actually right now, um, they're actually doing very well. Surprisingly, like faster than even I expected. We sold like 80 of them in maybe a week and a half. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, nice. They didn't believe me. I was like, yeah, we got all these sold. Like I have to like get more now. Um, but yeah, not a design, bad problem to have, right? Well, um, this is the second time we've ever done it. We did uh, shirts last year, uh, but it seemed like it took a bit longer and I wanted to do something that we could have out a bit more quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Celia did a special sticker just for May prior when Rosie came down to visit us last week. Um, so it says to go out and give them hell on it because, oh, it was how so cool. because I told her I need to stop having such wild adventures and behave. And I was like, you know, I need to just do like everyone else. And she goes, Brandy, you go out there and you give them hell. And so I was like, I'm writing that down. Like sold. Right? So tell me twice. That's a Forrest Gump, no, Forrest Gump moment. Right? I just You never know. Sometimes things like they're going to stick. And I thought that was pretty amazing she said that yeah. when she did. Especially with the pizzazz she said it with, I imagine. She was so feisty. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then she totally uh, drove over a tree in a Sherman. That's why I didn't call him Monday. I was so tired. I apologized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Did she get to she shoot grabbed the, the entire tree, the whole tree? And we had our suicide bomber survivor that was with us, um, Maggie Mabilly. We had her tattooed by Ink Master Chris Blinson last year. And so she came out to show off the ink because Drive Tanks was amazing with supporting us to try to get her to her, her equipment. And we actually raffled a, a flamethrower experience. But, like, wildly enough, way more men, no, women wanted to do it than men. Like, I think no that's the stuff part of it. <laughs> One of my buddies actually has a legal flamethrower and we yeah. fire that thing up all the time. It's so much fun. The yeah. only thing you, if you, you can't go above uh parallel cause then that it's a lot more unstable, but it's, it's a blast. Yeah. yeah this one I used was a Vietnam era one. I was like, wow, this is wildly unsafe. Oh, so you got the big bad boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was, I was video. Video. Oh man. She had like the backpack and everything. Fire, fire. Yeah. That was like 150 feet of flames. I feel like Brom said it was awesome. Oh man, that probably felt good. That heat. Well, yeah, because I got to like uh, wrote a shirt, and I was kind of curious. I was always like, I want to be the one to use the flamethrower. I was always the one to like help the models get to the experience. Uh huh. This is like the one time I got to do it. I was like, finally. You're like, yes. I'm always, I'm yes. always watching. Yes, and May is now in the uh, Drive Tanks uh, World War II Museum as well, which I thought was really cool. Oh, that's really cool. She got to add her touch of her three to it, which I thought was really fun. It's so, I mean, we're losing World War II vets so fast that we might as well applaud them and, and get that wisdom while they're, while they're still around. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she sh- literally shook Cap Arnold's hand himself. Wow. Like, I How don't about- know one person that I've met in the Air Force that literally could say that ever. Right. And I met many generals. That's pretty, that's pretty... Heck, Jim Carr, the the one that came to visit us that one day, in 17 days, he's going to be going on the honor flight. Oh, wow. Yeah. How was he with me? She was just talking about it. Oh, that's cool. Good for him. He needs it. He's had a rough year. That's amazing. He's going to have a great time. Well, hey, Bedlam Betty, before I let you go, um, everybody, 28, or I should say, 8. 2000 Central Standard Time. That's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Battle and Betty right here on MBR every Thursday. 
How come you went from twenty hundred and then didn't I do twenty one? It's been a day. What can I say? <laughs> it's it's been a questions. I'm like, no. <laughs> Hashtag brain injury. So yeah, but please tune in uh, Thursday at eight Central Standard or uh, nine EST. Um, just pop in, say hello. If you guys have something question wise you would like to ask me, maybe you didn't want to ask um, tonight. Please just message us at the Yes and the Veteran Podcast as well. We're always happy to help where we can. Yeah. Perfect. All right, man. Good seeing you. Go get some rest. You still look a little worn out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still working on papers. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll see you later All this right. week. Have a good night. All right. Bye, guys. Have Bye. a good night. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's always so, it's always so fun to talk to her. Oh, man. I love talking to her. She, she just brings up the energy level. She's not just a DJ. She's like a friend of mine, you know? I don't have a whole lot of friends, but, you know, I, I, you I know, absolutely love it. My dad always said that. At the end of your life, you can count your true friends on one hand. And I, I believe that. Yeah, I, I believe that. Too. I've got a lot of acquaintances. Don't get me wrong. My, you know, I get I get stuff all the time for having like, I don't even know how many people I have, 3,000 plus on Facebook. Yeah. But I know them all. Like, I, it's not like I interact with them all the time, but I know them all individually in one way or the other. I've connected with them at least in one way or the other. So. Right. And I think that's bull crap. That they took your the your your oh my check mark thing. on I lost my check mark on Twitter, ladies Such and gentlemen. Work. But you know, and then they offered to have me buy it back for one hundred nineteen dollars a year, which is not that bad. But Damn. I'm like, suck it, Mark Zuckerberg. Right? <laughs> wow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. It is the tribute to the troops, and when we come back, it is the final thoughts. So. Stick with us. Stick with us. Enjoy, people. Sir, I don't. I don't know how to tell this story. Well, you got to, Joe. You tell the American people what these men did here. You tell them how my troopers died. Thank you for listening as Military Broadcast Radio presents its tribute to the troops. Tonight, we honor Sergeant Joshua P. Rogers. Sergeant Rogers, 22, died on April 27, 2017 from small arms fire in Ankahar Province, Afghanistan. Sergeant Rogers was a native of Normal, Illinois. He enlisted in the United States Army in 2013 after completing high school. Sergeant Rogers completed infantry and airborne schools and was selected for Ranger training. Sergeant Rogers was a machine gunner, semi-automatic gunner, gun team leader, and Ranger team leader with Charlie Company, 3rd Battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment, Fort Benning, Georgia. He was on his third deployment to Afghanistan, and this mission was to take out a top emir in the ISIS network. Sergeant Joshua Rogers was awarded the Purple Heart and the Bronze Star with Valor, among many other commendations. Tonight, we recognize and remember Sergeant Joshua P. Rogers.
sunsets and it's the glory. A hundred stripes, a hundred stories. It's the pledge of allegiance on the Fourth of July. It's them handwritten letters from home. It's them sleepless nights alone. It's his newborn baby he left with his wife, Mr. Red, White, and Blue. Time it is the final thoughts. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. We have ignition. Strap in. It's the two minute warning. Two minute warning. 
What we learned today. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? All right. So uh, our sponsor that we uh, that we've kind of adopted, or they kind of adopted us, Operation goodboy.com go there if you want to get some dog treats some uh, chew toys 15 percent discount using military discount radio uh, so you have to made, type the whole thing military yeah. discount radio all one word you know i haven't used it yet i i bought the whole i didn't i didn't use the discount either just because i'm like oh, i'll let the veterans use it like i don't uh, need it but yeah, it's it's out there for and available for you guys and gals and however you um, identify. I, we got. I mean, it's all inclusive, bro. Right. You know, I tell you what. When um, that when I was talking with somebody the other day, because they were they were upset about the whole transgender the bathroom thing. Right. And you know. Somebody asked them a just a simple question on TikTok, and he replied like really aggressive. And I, I I looked at it. I'm like, you know, he's just asking a question, you know. And I think I think one of the main reasons when you don't know something or there's an unknown, people are scared, right? And I don't think so, I don't think it's so much the whole transgender the reason why you know people don't want them in the bathroom. I think it's because they're worried about pedophiles because you know you don't have a shirt that says I'm. Hey, a here's pedophile. the thing, though, man. Like, if you go like I'll use I'll use Japan for an example. Okay. Some of the well, I don't think it's like that anymore. But back in the day, in the early '90s, you'd go to a restaurant and there was one bathroom, and everyone used that same bathroom. Yeah, it's kind of like a family unit. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, man. If you're worried about a pedophile, go in the bathroom with your kid. Like, it's your responsibility as a parent really? to parent and make sure your kid's safe. Don't send your kid in the bathroom unattended. Like That's true. Um, you know, no one says anything about little girls being in the men's bathroom or little boys being in the women's bathroom. Right. So, I mean, honestly, if, if you get turned on by being in the bathroom and picking someone up, then you got bigger problems than... You know, than that. And I don't know. I don't really have a problem with the single. Oh, I don't either. With the single gender restrooms. It's not a big deal to me. I don't. I think in the overall thing and in the grand scheme of things, eventually we're going to see him go to one bathroom. So. Right. And, you know, the thing that gets me is in the political world, like there's so much talk about this. Oh, ever since abortion. Ever since Bud Light, man. And and I'm like. We the the, the United States have bigger things. To worry yeah, about. If, if our like the government, if our they politi- raise the, the ceiling again. Yeah, if our politicians spent half the time on actual policy instead of stuff like that, like get, get in there, and write some laws. Let's, right. let's let's make some stuff happen. Yeah, I almost got I almost said uh, I almost know, said shit. Well, and. <laughs> There's a possible government shutdown coming up here. You know, again. we always avoid those. It always yeah, gets fun at true. the last minute. So, what'd you learn today, buddy? Uh, I think the biggest thing that I learned today, and you know, I might be stupid, but I learned the Space Force. They have the same basic training. That well, that his his, does. his 
um, case was a little bit different because he did an he did a inner service transfer. So basically, when Space Force came about, they were allowing people to transfer into the Space Force without um, without penalty. Like you could mm. leave the Marine Corps or the Navy or the Air Force and go into the space or the Army and go into the Space Force. Okay. So we need to find someone that's actually in the Space Force currently and chat to them about pick their brain where they go to boot camp like i think they go to the air force boot camp actually because it just makes sense okay but yeah i mean like i you know i told some of the guys and gals that were paralyzed man you could join the space force and if you ever get to space you're not gonna have to worry about being in a wheelchair that's very true that's very true what did you learn today i learned how how many resources we actually have on this show um whether we whether we highlight one or a thousand every week, it's cool. Bedlam Betty is a phenomenal resource. Yeah. And I just learned that it's fun to just come and chit chat with you and, and try to share our wealth of knowledge with other veterans. So um most definitely. It definitely lifted up my my spirits. I'm a little sore. This one? No. Take us out. I got it. I got it. Take us out. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the show that highlights veterans' voices. And that's the show for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with an all-new show. And remember, you can listen to us again and again on the podcast, which will be available right after the show goes off the air tonight. And remember, we're here for you, not us, giving veterans a voice. See you guys Friday morning. Friday morning. If you'd like to come and eat some donuts, let us know. Yeah, we're always looking for in-studio in guests, and uh, we're going to be talking to Navy Corpsman Shannon Book. Thanks. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs>